So I want to talk about a drug that hopefully you're familiar with at this point, and that is Entresto. So that is Secubitrol and Valsartan. And it's not just your standard uh, combination medication, it's actually a fused molecule. And so hopefully you know what Valsartan is in an ARB, uh, but Secubitrol is a naproliacin inhibitor. And so that's actually going to work in a way that ends up making the Valsartan be more effective. And so they, they really do work together, but it's a fused molecule and it was studied head-to-head -head with enalapril in patients with HEFREF. So it's only approved for patients with HEFREF or systolic heart failure. And the reason it was compared to enalapril is because we obviously have outcome data with enalapril already in that patient population. And it's also dosed twice daily, which shows enalapril, so that's what they went with. Now, the primary composite comparing the two, uh, and Entresto was superior and it had a number needed to treat of 21. So, so pretty low. And actually, when they broke apart and looked at just mortality by itself, the number needed to treat was still only 31. And then when they looked at hospitalizations that related to heart failure, number needed to treat was 36. So overall, the numbers were, were actually pretty beneficial and, and pretty low number needed to treats, relatively speaking. Now, side effect-wise, the uh, odds of having angioedema a little bit higher because, and it's not the Valsartan component, it's actually the Secubitrol, so it's a naproliacin inhibitor. And so if you're stopping naproliacin, one of that enzyme's main functions is to break down bradykinin. So if you're not, you're getting a buildup of bradykinin, you're uh, more at risk for angioedema. Uh, one of the long-term side effects that they're worried about is because of that bradykinin buildup and because of how it can lead to uh, amyloid proteins and eventually amyloid plaques is actually Alzheimer's disease. Now it's going to be a while before we have any kind of actual case reports or outcome data that shows that it does increase chances of Alzheimer's, but it's something that physicians and pharmacists and, and, and uh, other clinicians are, are really keeping an eye on and some of them have some real concerns about. Uh, Age-related macular degeneration is another one that is a potential long-term side effect. And some of the more common side effects that you may see uh, is m more common to have hypotension and, and symptomatic hypotension. Uh, sometimes systolic blood pressure less than 90 when you're on Entresto versus an ACE. And also uh, hyperkalemia. Uh, more patients had hyperkalemia in the, the study. Um, I didn't think I mentioned the name earlier, but the, the study that compared Entresto to Enalpril was the Paradigm HF. Now, they are looking at a study right now called the Paragon HF. Uh, I don't think it'll be done until 2018, 2019, but it's looking at Entresto in patients with HEFPEF, so preserved function heart failure. And uh, so I'm pretty curious to see how that data, because we don't have a lot of great outcome data with HEFPEF, but we'll see what happens. It's gonna be a while. Now, one huge counseling point, whether you're a pharmacist, physician, whatever, if you have a patient starting on Entresto and they are currently taking an ACE, they have to stop their ACE for 36 hours before they start the Entresto. This is super, super important. I've actually seen this firsthand. I uh, filled a prescription for Entresto and the patient didn't come to pick it up for like three, three days after we filled it. And uh, eventually his wife came by to pick it up, asked the wife, you know, if he was doing okay, I asked her if she had any questions. I had put a consult on it to make sure that I talked to them about the 36-hour washout period, and the wife told me that he is was currently being hospitalized for angioedema. He had gotten samples and 
took them along with his ace because he wasn't told otherwise and ended up in the hospital with angioedema. And now it, one of the contraindications to Entresto is a past history of angioedema. So you got yourself uh, a real challenge here because we potentially cost this guy a medication that uh, has a great mortality benefit just because of a lack of consultation. So please make sure you're telling patients to wash, to have a washout period of 36 hours in between the ACE and starting Entresto. So I hope this helps and uh, we'll have uh, more, more data on this, on this soon. Now, real quick before we go, I, I want to introduce a buddy of mine and he is the founder and host of RX Radio Podcast. And I'm just going to give him a quick second to tell you a little bit about himself, get him uh, a chance to explain his podcast and, and tell you what he's up to. Hey guys, my name is Dr. Richard Waith, and I just wanted to come on here and say how much uh, Core Consult has really helped me in, in staying sharp and up to date on what's going on uh, in pharmacy, uh, specifically with uh, medications and keeping up to date and even with refreshers on trials. All right, real quick, I really want to talk to the pharmacists out there. Please make sure that you, you stay on this and, and make sure you really continue to, to keep your, your sword sharp because whether you're in community pharmacy, whether you're you know a clinician on round, whatever it is, whatever type of pharmacy that you're practicing, our role is only going to continue to be more and more clinical focused. So it's going to be important that you really be able to stay up to date on all these clinical trials and all this knowledge uh, to really advocate for the profession and uh, and develop your your career as a professional. So um, again, please, please, please continue to, to stay up to date, continue to follow all these, these briefings and, and, and really keep following uh, Core Consult on there. So I'm the host of RX Radio, uh, a podcast about everything pharmacy. I created this to really give a, an insight on day-to-day -day of what pharmacy is like for different, uh, in different career paths in pharmacy. For example, emergency medicine or transplant medicine um, we have pharmacists in all those uh, fields of practice, and I just wanted to give an insight on day-to-day, -day. while at the same time, I wanted to give a view of what pharmacy is like in other countries, so I'm hoping to have interviews with pharmacists from Australia, pharmacists from England, uh, and pharmacists from Asian countries even, so uh, definitely check it out. We're on iTunes and SoundCloud. Uh, you can hit us up on Instagram. We're on rxradio.fm. Thanks for tuning in.